This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time now to talk some NFL. And to do that, we welcome on Brian Baldinger. You hear him, Odyssey NFL Insider. Joins us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Baldy, thanks so much for joining us, man. How you been? I've been doing good. I mean, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm in the middle of this week here getting ready for another great slate of games this weekend. So I'm just in preparation, man. So it's all good right now. Baldy, selfishly, I have to ask you about my team to kick things off here, the Green Bay Packers, because they're a mess on both sides of the ball. Offensively, I kind of see what's going down, but defensively, I wanted to pick your brain on that because now they lose Rashawn Gary for the season, and that's the one bright spot, six sacks already. And, you know, you spent all that money on the defensive side of the ball, so many first-round picks the last five years for Brian Gutekinds, and I get it's a defense that's really built to play with leads with all those guys in the secondary, and now they can't build build leads. But what are you seeing? Because they can't stop the run or a simple crossing route, and it's uh, pretty stressful every Sunday to watch, man. I know. I'm with you. You know, I, I look, the offense is the offense. You know, red zone interceptions, um, you know, cost them last week against Detroit. But really, I thought the same thing. I thought Joe Barry coming back this year as defense coordinator, you know, he had a couple first-round picks. Um you know, I just thought that they would be, you know, and then you get Jair Alexander back. He missed most of the season last year. You get all that. And I thought they would be easily a top five defense, and they're not anywhere close to it. And so it's it's kind of mystifying. I saw the Lions knock them off the ball last week. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's just disappointing to see all that talent. They've got seven. Now, Rashawn Gary's the best player, and that's a horrible loss. But, I mean, there was seven first-round draft picks on that defense. I, I don't know another defense that is built like that in this league. Yeah, it's stunning. Uh, Baldy, Tua. We've been talking about Tua, you, us, the show for a year now. Obviously, this is a pro-Tua show. He's putting up huge numbers since he came back from concussion protocol, averaging 315 yards, two TDs, no interceptions. Yeah, it's against like quote unquote weak defenses, but very, very impressive. And now we've got Tua chirping a little bit, saying that he's grown a lot with the deep ball and even made sure to say, hey, that's a jab. Like, when do we have a sense as to whether the Dolphins are truly an elite team? Well, you have to beat elite teams, Krista. You have to go to the playoffs and win playoff games. They didn't just anoint Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs as a great team and organization until they were winning playoff games and winning a Super Bowl. But that's kind of what it takes. I mean, yeah, yeah you can beat Chicago, Chris, in a, sh- in a shootout, 35-32. It's nice, big numbers. But, 
you know, I mean, it is about beating the Buffalo Bills, beating New England, winning in your division, winning the division, you know. And so that's that's all in front of them. you you, you got to play the teams that are there. I've always been a Tua fan because of this. Like, the guy, I, I, I just know him. I, I know his family, so I'm a little bit biased. But I, I just look at his mechanics. His, his mechanics at Alabama, at Miami, he's got great mechanics. Like, he's always ready to throw. And he's got good movement. He doesn't have to go run around like Justin Fields did last week. But he's got good movement for a quarterback. He's always set and ready. And he's a very accurate thrower. And so I, he doesn't have an arm like Josh Allen, but you don't have to. He's got a good enough arm, and he's accurate enough, and he's very, very competitive, and he's very smart, and he's a very good leader. Like you know, guys, guys like him. You know, he's just a very likable guy. So, um, you know, I, I think I think the world of the guy, and you never have to worry about him. He's always going to do the right thing, say the right things. I think the Dolphins got a good one. Baldy, I love watching the Seattle team, and I can't believe I'm saying that. You know, because coming into the season, such low expectations. I think their win total was six and a half. Geno Smith. Looks like he's the real deal, and I mean, he's got weapons with, obviously, Lockett and DK Metcalf, but Kenneth Walker is my favorite back in the league right now to watch, and I think, you know, Pete Carroll, Sirianni's doing a great job, but nobody expected this team to be 6-3. and three. Are they for real, and uh, do you expect them to beat Tampa Bay this weekend? Because it looked like, I mean, Tampa Bay didn't look very good, but obviously that game-winning drive for Brady, probably a good thing. You saw that at the podium as he, he let everybody know that one felt good. Well, I'm with you on Kenneth Walker. I mean, I, I just named him my Offensive Rookie of the Year today and did a video breakdown on him for the league. But, uh, he, you know, they're 4-0 with him as a starter. He's run for seven touchdowns in the last five games. The team is legit. I mean, Tariq Woolen can throw a blanket over anybody. He did on DeAndre Hopkins last week. Um, they've got three tight ends. They're the best three tight end team in the league. Uh, Noah Fant, Will Disley, Cody Parkinson. All, those, all three of those guys can block. They all can catch, and they all can run after the catch. And – as far as Geno Smith, I, I, I believe in Geno. Like I, I, I did his West Virginia games way back 10 years ago for, the comp, you know, for, for Fox Sports, but not, forget about that. Like yeah. The guy is making good decisions, and he's got good movement. And DK, Lockett, pick the guys. It's a good, it's a good group, and they're well-coached, and they're getting better. And I expect them to win in Munich, Germany this weekend. Yeah, me too. That's the one show bet that me and Ryan have is I'm, I'm all on Seattle this weekend. I love these old guys, Baldy. I can't give up on Brady and Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> he does. So you, you, you shouldn't give up on them until you know, they, tell, they give you a reason not to. No doubt. No doubt. I think with Elijah Vera Tucker going down and Brees Hall going down, people sort of thought that the Jets were, were dead. And they end up beating Buffalo in a, in a very sort of like – gritty defensive minded game. Uh, what are they what are they doing? What are you seeing from them defensively, offensively? Obviously they had, you know, Michael Carter and James Robinson both out there this Sunday and, and what do you expect from them moving forward? Well they got a general manager. You know, Joe Douglas yeah. is as good as there is. He's got two Super Bowl rings in Baltimore and Philadelphia. He helped build both those teams. So you lose Oliveira Tucker, who was the MVP of the team. And he goes out and signs Cedric Abway. He signs Nate Herbig off the Philadelphia Eagles waiver wire. I mean, you know, he's, he, he trades for James Robinson the day Brees Hall gets hurt. Like, he's a legit big-time general manager. So he filled the holes. That drive at the end, Krista, that you could describe as gritty, they came off their 40-yard line. 
And they ran the ball 12 out of 13 times right down Buffalo's throat to go kick the game-winning field goal. Uh, there was a week three game. Uh, they lost to Cincinnati. And there was a scene on the sideline when Quinn Williams blew up at the coaching staff. And he just said, in, in so many nice words, just stop blitzing. Let us do our job. We'll do our job. They were blitzing like crazy, and they were giving up the big plays to Cincinnati. And they had enough, and they stopped. They, they, you can count all the blitzes in the last five weeks on one hand. Their front four is dominating games. Um, I named Sauce Gardner my defensive rookie of the year. Oh, he's, um, so good. he's literally he's defended 14 passes with two interceptions, and he's their fourth leading tackler. Uh, DJ Reed on the other side is just as good. Like they're they're legit. They're legit. They're, they're ranked the number eight ranked defense right now, but they're le- a legit legit defense where they can keep the score under 20 points in any given week. And so then if they don't turn it over, and you know you get the ball to Garrett Wilson and you know, get a little running game going and, you know, whatever. Like, they're going to be in a lot of games this year. They're going to win a lot of games. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Baldy, what do you think ends up happening in Arizona? Because it doesn't look like uh, Cliff and Kyler are on the same page. You know, and I'm not like the biggest body language guy, but then he's him and DeAndre Hopkins are going back and forth a little bit. And I want to wait and see what the offense looks like until they get Hollywood Brown back. But man, I mean, it just looks like a disaster right now on both sides of the ball. How do you think that ends? Because they extended both Kyler and Cliff. Well, it's they're not, it's, it's not going to end. Like, you know, you give Jeez. them the kind of money you gave them. 230 guaranteed million for the quarterback and the coach was extended. The general manager was extended. All of them. So they're not going. I mean, Arizona doesn't. You know, they they're not like Stan Kroenke. You know, they can just they can't just print money. So you know, they're they're not that they're not that type of organization. So they got to they got to coexist, and so they got to get along, and they got to they got to start making some better plays and better decisions right now. And so there's a lot of football to be played. That that was a horrible loss. Had a chance to win that game against Seattle at home. Um, you know, David Collins takes the interception back for a touchdown, and they look pretty good. And, you know, DeAndre catches a touchdown pass. Like, they, they, they were doing pretty good. They couldn't finish it out. So they got to figure out a way right now because I, I don't think they could just blow this all up. There's just too much money at stake. Yeah, and it's interesting, Bali, because if, if you look at it, and like you said, it can't end. What do you think is is sort of if you had to speculate the the root of the issue because you would feel like all right this this team should be better just look at the roster. Well, I don't know. Like you know, is the offensive line is any of these guys going to the Pro Bowl this year? Is DJ Humphrey going to the Pro Bowl? Like they don't look like a well built team to me. Yeah, uh, they don't run the ball real well. Um, you know, James Conner's been in and out of the lineup. I like James a lot as a person, 
but they, you know, they don't, they don't run the ball particularly well. Um, they are built to throw the football, but the quarterback has limitations. You know, when you're that size, you're going to be limited in how you throw it and where you throw it. So that's that. And defensively, they don't really have a stopper, like the pass rush where, you know, they got a blitz to get pressure. And that kind of puts your secondary in precarious p- positions. And they don't tackle particularly well, <laughs> like evidence last week trying to tackle Kenneth Walker. So I think they've got some issues um, outside of whatever anybody thinks of their town. You know, we saw in week one, and they got run right out of the gym by Kansas City. They don't like they belonged in the league. Now, they, they, they figured out a way to win three games, but um, they're in a tough division. San Francisco's there. Uh, Seattle's there. It's a tough division right now. Yeah, Baldy, I'm glad that you brought up San Francisco. I'm a big Kyle Shanahan fan, and what he's already done with Christian McCaffrey in just two weeks is uh, pretty ridiculous. It's going to get even better. But in the NFC, nobody believes in Minnesota. The Eagles still haven't lost a game. Who Who is the uh, competition to Philadelphia in the NFC? Because nobody believes in Minnesota. Is it San Francisco? Because who else really is there if Green Bay uh, isn't what we thought and Tampa Bay isn't what we thought? Well, Minnesota got better last week with the trade for TJ Hawkinson. I mean, the guy got traded on Tuesday, and on Sunday he started and led the team in receptions. And he was such a threat that Washington began to double-team him. You know, he, 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 I don't even know if he knows the offense. Like, they're going to be better. They're not going to go away. I mean, the, the division is weak. So they're going to have a good record. Um, but San Francisco, look, they play the Chargers this week. The, the, the stadium's going to be full of 49er fans um, against the Chargers. And I expect them to stomp all over them because they're a, a well-built team. And I expect them to go on a run. So the 49ers going to compete. we got to see what Dallas is. they they got a tough game in Green Bay this weekend. This is do or die for Green Bay. They're going to get their very best shot. But if they if they if they take on Green Bay and win, and they come back at seven and two, the Cowboys are going to be players. The Eagles are definitely going to be players. And so there's you know, and Seattle is is for real. And I'll see the Giants this weekend. I'm not saying the Giants are in that category; they're not. But you know, if they win this weekend against Chicago and they figure out a way to beat the Eagles or Dallas down the stretch, you know, they could get into the playoffs. And they're a very well coached team. So. I think the NFC is going to shake out to be pretty good. We uh, only have about two minutes, but you mentioned Dallas, uh, my team. There's a lot of Odell Beckham rumors going around and circulating. Um, Bills have been in the mix. Cowboys have been in the mix. Uh, Who do you think that addition helps more? I mean, you've got the Bills, obviously, that are contenders, contenders, but the Dallas Cowboys feel like they're obviously a step behind, but maybe a piece or two away. Well, I, you know, it'd be good to know just what kind of health Odell's in. I mean, yeah. we all saw him go down Super Bowl Sunday. I mean, it's only nine months. And, he, you know, he had to come back from an ACL the year before. Now, I happen to love Odell, and I think he's a great team player. And I think wherever he went, wherever he goes, it's a little bit – I'm not comparing the, uh, the person, but I'm comparing the player. When Tampa Bay got Antonio Brown two years ago, the offense took off. Um, when the Rams got – OBJ last year, the offense took off. Um, I, I think that whoever gets him, the offense is going to be better. He's a good team player. Ultimately, you're, anybody that can beat man coverage in this league, and that's what you got to be able to do, you're going to help your team out. And so I think he'd make CD better. I think he'd make you know Gallup better. Um, they'd be a more explosive team in Dallas. Marcus Parsons is out there campaigning for him. He's, people that know Odell love Odell. And so 
the outside perception, whatever they want to say, is what they say. The guy is going to, can help out a team. I just don't know what his health is right now, Chris. I, I don't know if you go out and practice every day, yeah. how quickly he can adjust, how quickly the team can adjust. But if you said, okay, let's sign him, let's let him get healthy, let's get him on the field in December, mid-December, all right, San Francisco, Dallas, uh, the Giants, you know, yeah. like he'd help anybody out. Baldy, thanks so much for giving us some time, man. We'll be watching you on the NFL Network and all over the place. Have a great weekend. All right. Thanks, thanks, Baldy. You bet. Bye-bye. Man, I wish that segment was like 40 minutes because I wanted to ask him about Jeff Saturday and if he thinks that he could just go and coach an NFL team right now. Oh, my God. Can I be a 30-year-old OC? If you would have told me that, I would have just let you have that question. No. These damn hard outs, network clock. Hey, when we come back. I got a crazy story for you. I can't wait. And we got some NBA to preview. Do you know how hard it was for me to place a bet? I had to sit on my, uh, my car to place that bet.